Gracious Heavenly Father, God of mercy, it is by your grace that we are seeing this Thursday morning. And let us thank you for giving us this opportunity to be at your service. Here we are, Lord. Use us to do the work that you have assigned us. Thank you for the wonderful love you have for us. As, I, as we step out of the house, may your presence go with us. And thank you for your care for the rest of the day. Uh, your rest of the day. Thank you for your goodness. Thank you for your mercy. And we pray that your name be glorified today in our lives. All this we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Let's continue to read 2 Corinthians chapter 8, verse 6 to 15. 2 Corinthians chapter 8, 6 to 15. So we urged Titus, just as he had earlier made a beginning, to bring also to completion of this act of grace on your part. But since you excel in everything, in faith, in speech, in knowledge, in complete earnestness, in the love we have kindled in you, see that you also excel in this grace of giving. I'm not commanding you, but I want to test the sincerity of your love by comparing it with the honestness of others. For you know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, that though he was rich, yet for your sake he became poor, so that you, through his poverty, might become rich. And here is my judgment about what is the best for you in this matter. Last year, you were the first not only to give, but also to have a desire to do so. Now finish the work so that your eager willingness to do it may be matched by your completion of it according to your means. For if the willingness is there, the gift is acceptable according to what one has, not according to what one does not have. Our desire is not that others might be relieved while you, ha- you are hard-pressed, but that there may be, might be an equality. At the present time, your plenty will supply what they need, so that in turn, their plenty will supply what you need. Goal is equality. As it is written, the one who gathered much did not have too much. The one who gathered little did not have too little. Yesterday, we saw Macedonians giving. They were giving relief offering to the poor Jewish saint in Jerusalem with the overflowing joy in their severe trials. Their offering was inspiring because they gave generously in spite of their extreme poverty. Today, we will see Corinthian giving. The challenge for Corinthians was that they needed to finish what they started. Look at the verse 10. Paul said, Last year, you were the first one not only to give, but have a desire to do so. That means that the one who was telling other people that, yes, let's help out the Jerusalem Jewish Christians and let's demonstrate to the world that we are all one in Christ. And whether Jews or Gentiles, we are all one in Christ. And Paul was saying, now, verse 11, finish the work. Finish the work. So that your eager willingness to do 
may be matched by your completion of it, according to your means. Have you started something exciting with the eagerness and then initial energy and the enthusiasm have run out? And without the initial steam, you lost desire and now you have a drag in, on your hand. Almost everything worthwhile, there comes a moment when the initial energy has drained away. The novelty of a project has worn off, and then now you have to make up your mind to go on, despite the fact that at the moment it isn't any fun anymore. For me, my PhD dissertation was something that I struggled to finish. I wrote the first four chapters in six months, relatively very speedy uh, way. And then it took almost two and a half years to write the last chapter. Why did, why? You know, I had a morning prayer meetings. I have to lead a morning prayer meetings for the first writing. But the last writing, instead of a morning prayer, I had a morning commute to Dallas DVU and I didn't have a morning devotion. Why? Well, once in a while I had a morning devotion, but yeah, that's why it, it dragged. And that's when I found out the prayer, especially morning prayer, makes my life focused and fruitful. So even though this a daily uh, breath, making me run with a, a minimum breath all throughout the day. But I really, really thank God for this morning breath. And I pray that you also receive the blessing of a focus through the morning breath for the rest of the day. Now, question, how do we complete our half-finished work? How do we complete our half-finished work? Now here, Paul, while he was urging them to finish the work, look at it, the way that Paul was saying that he was not pressuring them. He was not telling them that you have an obligation to you know, complete. That's not how he says. Rather, Paul is bringing, this is the great time to think about Christ. If you struggle with the motivation, then you have to look at the, our merciful majesty, Christ. At the center of today's passage, Paul was not talking about obligation to other people, but he is talking about what commentator said, beating heart of the grace. Beating heart of the grace. That is a death and resurrection of Jesus. And verse 9, this is what Paul said. This is a key verse today. For you know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, Though he was rich, yet for your sake he became poor, so that through his poverty you might become rich. Here Paul was leading Corinthians to reflect the famous Philippians 2 Christological hymn. Do you remember Philippians 2? The pre-Pauline hymns that Paul loved to you know, quote from time to time. Christ became nothing so that we can have everything including his power and exaltation and honor. Christ emptied himself in order to fill us with himself. 
Early Christians, they loved Philippians chapter 2, this Christological hymn. And then they repeatedly said everywhere, the Son of Man became a Son of uh, son of God became a son of man so that sons and daughters of a man can become sons and daughters of God. That was the gospel that early Christians confessed and they really lived out. So when you struggle with the motivation to complete a work of God, you need to remember and reflect that you have the grace of Christ. We don't just have any grace but the grace of Christ. Grace of Christ who gave everything of himself for us so that it will overflow in us. Yes, grace of Christ not only enchants us when we receive it, but it actually empowers us, overflows in us, so that we become a givers. Grace makes us not only a receiver, but a giver. And for our sake, Christ became a poor. And then his riches and resources in our disposal through the Holy Spirit. Paul was urging the Corinthians that if you have a struggle to give, think about how much Christ gave for us. And the last thing of today's passage, also important point that I want to bring it out, Paul said at the end, in the verse 14, the goal is equality. Paul said, don't give. You know, I'm not telling you to make them rich and you struggle. That's not what he's saying. Paul said, the goal is equality, that we help them in their need. In the future, they will help us in our need. And then the important thing is the verse 15, the quote that Paul got here. The one who gathered much did not have too much. One who gathered little did not have too little. This quote from Exodus 16, when God gave a manna to Israel. So Paul was saying it here, just like old Exodus, in our life journey, those of us who receive enough, a little more than enough from God, let's give to those who have a little. So we all have enough for home, I mean enough food for home our journey to home. That's what Paul was saying. And that Christ is our living bread. And let us really fill our heart with Christ's love. And then we can finish our unfinished business. Let us pray. Gracious Heavenly Father, You are Alpha and Omega. All good things that we do have come from You and are carried out to completion by your mercy. Whatever unfinished business, help us to finish it today with the empowering love of Christ. Help us see Christ's emptying of himself to enable us and enrich us. Help us to know that we have more than our abilities and resources. In every work that you call us for, you are with us, and you are our resource, our wisdom, and our power. In the name of Jesus, who was the richest, yet became the poorest for our sake, we pray. Amen.